Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news! With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I guess we record these podcasts now. I didn't realize. That's new. One one good tip, always be aware of what you're saying in front of a microphone. Or in front of anyone else because it's a small industry, darling. Hashtag access Hollywood tapes. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) We're not getting into politics. Maybe you can become president if someone over here thinks so. Who the fuck knows? So, you know, shoot for the stars. Welcome to the show. Welcome. We're here with Megan. But As usual. Of course, because she's on time. Right. And she professional. She records and professional, and consummate professional. Right. And guess who's not here? Matt. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to give you one guess, but then I realized you're in the room. We so should have let you don't the- get it, <laughs> right. you'd be dumb. That'd be... We should have let the listeners like fill in the blank, you know? So yeah. let's do that. Listeners, guess who's not in the room today? Now, collectively, millions of people yourselves. across the country said Matt at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I don't... He's either late... We don't even know where or he is. Or just like decide, or he forgot. Yeah, I mean, I have our show notes here in front of me. I can see that he's updating them somewhere in the world. We just don't know if that's in the office. Where could and it like, be? we're recording at our normal time, pretty much. We have lives. We have professional obligations. We can't wait for him. Yeah, sweetie. You know what I, I mean, mean with <laughs> all due, as Andy would say, right. we all do, sweetie. Like, yeah, we got to exactly. move on. Absolutely. So we're gonna, you know what? We're pushing away. We do know that he will be joining us eventually with our drink. So we're gonna plug away. We're to just something gonna else. get into our lives. Did you like that? I like the plug yes thank you john because darren have you heard of the turpin 13 so right before we're about to record (laughs) i wanted to tell you how excited i am about oxygen is doing this thing which you're about to announce and then i was like i'm saving it for the show and to your point we don't want people thinking we're friends outside of the show right so i have to save my best material for when we're in front of each other right we can't have a friendship outside of the show i'm so excited about the (laughs) turpin 13 well we should mention before we get into it matt has joined us he walked in oh Oh, no Nice. Very casual. Do you want to say something? Just yeah, open. Just say I have something. to go get ice. Do you want to just open and close the door a few more okay, times? Yeah, just, it's okay. It's not affecting the sound in here at all. Gina, That's the fun. staff boozer. Gina, is the best delivering. person. The Gina who actually shows Gina, up to Gina work. Gina Pace is gonna say hi. She is yet again. She's mentioned every week on the podcast. She is. And she's coming up with all the drink recipes. She's a connoisseur. Go ahead, Gina. Say hi. She, uh, why don't you use uh, Darren's mic really quick? Hey, Gina. Hey, Gina. Hi. Gina, what's it? Gina and I sit right next to each other in the office. What is it like uh, sitting next to me? He is just a breath of fresh air. Oh, thank you. And I didn't pay her to say this. And then when I come in, what what what's the air like there? Gina? It's very sad, isn't it? I'm a little bit scared of you. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, Our, your work here is done. That's then. my role here. <laughs> thank Gina, you, Gina. The staff one more boozer. thing. One more thing. Yes. Um, 
Have you ever thought about murdering anyone? Ooh, good question. Jump not, on the mic. Not and me, because I'm know. murdering her because she's scared of me. Right, that's true. Um, yes. <laughs> pleads the fifth pleads after the that. Fifth There's on that no one. more, nothing more to say. Is that person that you're thinking about killing in this room? Oh. No, she says no. I like this so Guess Who me. style interview. Yeah. We should give a round of applause to Gina, the staff boozer, for helping us get all the alcohol. You know what? I don't know why Gina doesn't come in here and have a drink with us. Why? She? I, I agree. I feel like... I, I will come back. Stick around. I feel like you should come back for a drink. Should Matt actually do his job, he will have a drink ready for you. Yeah. Okay, so thank you, Gina. Well, thank you, they're Matt. They're leaving, thank yes. God, so we can get to more exciting news that you were originally talking about, which is what I'm so excited to watch. Exactly. So have you heard of the Turpin 13? This was like in the news a couple months ago. It's actually yes. pretty recent, right? That whole family. With alleged abuse. There were 13 right. kids. The, they were um, arrested for... They were found... They were found eventually, like the yeah. oldest one, I think, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I guess well, I'll need to watch the fucking yeah, I was special. Just say, well, I will say, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is that Oxygen's doing a special about it. It's called the Turpin 13 Family Secrets Exposed. It's hosted by our friend Soledad O'Brien. Clever title, Oxygen. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, hosted by our friend Soledad O'Brien, who has appeared on our Love show. It. It's April 28th. It's... I just watched the reason I want to bring it up is we just I just watched the special right as part of my job mm -hmm. I get to see things early here at Oxygen can I see it early I don't think we can do such things oh. yeah sorry thanks yeah thanks. anyway it is I don't even know where to begin with this because it is so disturbing like the details about what what gets revealed um, and I didn't really, I mean, I knew about the news story, but I didn't even dive in because I knew a lot of right, what wasn't either. uncovered. So totally. Louise Turpin, who is the mother of these kids, yeah. her sister appears in the show, which you can see the trailer on oxygen.com. Oh, wow. She tells all kinds of information that's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, if you're really interested in the story, I know we were really interested in it. It just seems like every week we hear some new detail about it. Um, anyway, Oxygen's doing it April 28th. So not just a plug because I work here. I'm telling you, it's one you don't want to miss. We'll try and plug it next week as yeah, well on definitely. the podcast because yeah. So check that out. I think it's going to be well worth your time. April 28th at 6. Um, Matt is coming in and out here. We don't know where he is. We don't know Does where he really is. Does it really matter where it is? I think honestly we should just replace him with Gina at this point. But anyway, she's the one who always like has the good booze. Absolutely, you know what right. I mean. Well, we'll skip over what we're drinking at the moment until we actually have a drink in our hands. Until and we'll he's get... out of the bathroom. Exactly. We we'll don't really know where he is. Right into this week's murder. Yes, this murder is about Elisa uh, McNabney. So, uh, Laren Renee Sims, later identified as Elisa McNabney, was born in 1967 and grew up in Brooksville. Florida. She was the second of four children from a well-to-do family. Now, despite possessing an extremely high IQ of 140, wow. I would say that's extremely high. Yeah. Uh, and being at the top of her class, she dropped out of high school before graduation, according to the St. Petersburg Times. She became Laren Sims Jordan after getting married at 18. By the way, I love Laren because it rhymes with, with Darren. Laren Sims Jordan after getting married at 18 and by 20, she was divorced with two children from two different men. Mm. So it's a little bit of a tumultuous childhood, I would say. Tumultuous is a good way to put that, yes. Yeah, I mean, no judgment. It just seems like there's a lot going on if you're yeah. getting married, divorced, two kids, two different guys with in two years. Yes, I Magic agree. number of two. So her mother told the St. Petersburg Times, quote, Laren's life seemed to change and she began to make some wrong choices. And quote, soon after her divorce, Laren started 
uh, scamming and stealing from people. A private investigator told Oxygen Snapped she used her womanly ways to acquire credit cards, checkbooks, and in some cases would marry the male that she was seeing to use those cards. This is kind of like a little bit of a dirty genre. I want yeah, dirty Jonna. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you what ways, because we know there are some. Have you used your womanly ways to Many, get the things that you wanted? I have girlfriends over the years. <laughs> right? How do you think I got them? It wasn't mm. from a charm on my good looks. She didn't get to this podcast on her own, folks. I had to use my womanly ways. ways. There you go. But you know, listen. When I came out to my father, yeah, my dad. Oh. I was like, Dad, just so you know, like blah 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 blah. I'm into women, and he uh-huh. was like. I totally get it because yeah. men and women find women attractive because women are so beautiful. And look be, at your dad. Look at my father being hey. very progressive. Listen, all you men out there, <laughs> not that you're not attractive, but I think a female body objectively, <laughs> Where you know, did this go, by the way? I wasn't I'm just expecting saying, this. There are womanly ways. There's a power of persuasion. Sex look, sells. I think it makes sense. Your gender identity is whatever you want it to be. And maybe right. I have womanly ways. We'll find out later in the show. You do. Yeah. You have womanly ways. Yep, there you yeah, go. You just don't, you know. Megan just gave me a look like, you do? Let's see what happens. Yeah, they just haven't, they haven't worked on Megan, <laughs> but like, it'll happen. There you go. Per- exactly. Matt does not have womanly ways. No. Laren used at least 30 38 aliases over the years. I don't even, I couldn't even think of 38 names off the top of my head. I don't know, yeah. Including (laughs) Melissa Godwin, Tammy Keelan, and Shane Ivaroni. I like Shane as a as an alias. I have an ex named Shane. I think we should just move on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. According <laughs> to the St. Bert- did, did Shane use her womanly ways? Oh, in ways you don't want to know. Oh, trust me. Yeah. Okay. According to the St. Petersburg <laughs> Times, she went to prison at 25 after she was arrested for stealing a $4.39 L'Oreal hair color kit. Which, by the way, arrest me and throw me in jail because I'm pretty sure I did that in like sixth grade and dyed my hair blonde. There are photos. I don't want to talk about it. Did you have frosted tips? Not frosted tips, but the whole head. Ugh. Then it was orange. Put those photos in our show notes. Then, you orange. know, my hair grows in like brown like it normally is. And it was just like skunk. I'm like, what's going on here? Who let me do this? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, Lots of tidbits here today on It's the your show. womanly ways coming out. Exactly. That's how you knew you were going to get the men. <clears throat> exactly. Laren was later released but violated her probation and was arrested again for illegally using a credit card, according to the Times. She was released on bail and ordered to wear an ankle monitor, which she quickly cut off before fleeing to Las Vegas. Have you ever seen an ankle monitor? Like, very briefly, yeah. I'm not really sure how you could even possibly cut it cut off. Cut it off, I, I feel think. like you'd have to use, like, garden shears to do that or, like, a chainsaw because right. it's pretty tight on there. I mean, the whole purpose is that you cannot take it off. Right. So. I mean, Matt took his off. Right. It's around here somewhere. He oh, used his womanly waves. Yeah. I found it. <laughs> it's just been sitting there. <laughs> yeah, I have to say. I'm oh, just, here he just is. Funny in here. Oh, welcome I'm, to the I'm, show, I'm, Matt. It's very sexist that you say I don't have womanly waves. That's all. Yeah. Uh, Matt, in did you get face. a haircut? I did. Mm. Is it you working look, for you? Yeah, it looks My good. It looks nice. Mm. I you see. Notice I want to use a high pitch voice. Uh-huh. I'm lying. Mm-hmm. I want to use a low pitch voice. I'm being serious. I would just like to point out that I had my haircut less than like a day ago. You've said nothing. Excuse me. I always comment Darren, on continue, your hair. Continue. Continue. So, I'm very offended. Bumblebees are known for working together to make their hives great for all the bees inside. The creators of Bomba socks took that idea and ran with it, creating a sock that's both extraordinarily comfortable and a great help to your whole community. The people at Bombas put two years of research and development into crafting the perfect pair of socks, from the soft cushioned footbed and honeycomb arch support to the stay-up technology, which means that your Bombas are never too loose or too tight, 
always just right. Plus, they're woven with extra long staple cotton that stays toasty warm in the winter, yet breezy and cool in the summer. They're super soft, durable, and so comfy, you'll never want to take them off. Socks are the number one requested item in homeless shelters across the United States. When the founders of Bomba saw the statistic, they decided to do something about it. That's why for every pair of socks they sell, they also donate a pair to someone in need. I just got my first pair of Bombas a few weeks ago, and they're literally my favorite pair of socks. I've been wearing Bombas for years. They're my go-to when I need new socks. In fact, I put on them this morning when I was working out, and normally my rest of my body was sweating, not my feet. <laughs> if you're looking for a soft, comfortable pair of socks that do wonders for your feet and for people in need, you can save 20% off your first order by visiting bombas.com martinis and entering the offer code martinis in the checkout code space. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash martinis and enter the offer code martinis in the checkout code space. Laren was used to getting oh, what to she Laren. wants, yeah. you know, with her feminine whiz. Right. Laren strolled in Larry McNabney's Las Vegas law firm in July of 1995 and demanded a job, now going by the name Elisa Redelsberger. Just so Just, many names. Uh, choose a fucking name we can all pronounce. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Carp is a great last name. Absolutely. Thrasher. Great. Easy. Fun. Easy. Last fun. time I put in for all. Sure. But, you know, that last name, it's so... Rettelsberger? Like, if I if someone right. told me that was her name, I would say, okay, I would not question it. Yeah, if exactly. Well, that's true. Or something, it might be like, mm, okay. Yeah, that's uh, it's so specific that you're not going to question it. It's almost like she opened the phone book and was like, oh, there's one, Rettelsberger. I wouldn't even be even think about Rettelsberger. Matt, yeah. are you ready to talk about the drink, given the fact that you already interrupted? So to prevent the audience from having to listen to your <laughs> voice again, I feel like we should just get it done in one fell swoop. All right. Wow. I, see how I made that? You're running the show Making today. that money. He's like, yes. no, I'm not. Okay, okay so here is. The day that this podcast comes out is April 22nd. That's Earth Day. Oh, right. So oh, we're happy having Earth a day. special happy Earth, day. Earth Day cocktail. Full of dirt and grass and other things from nature. Yes. Close. <laughs> a little muddled onion. How dare you, Megan? Two ounces of Patron Reposado. Oh. And uh, one ounce. Oh, you don't. No, oh. I'll handle tequila okay. today, my friend. I'm <laughs> okay. just not, you know, I'm not like overly thrilled, well, but it's for the earth. You might like Patron Reposado. That's, yeah, of that's course. For Anything the for the earth. earth. Everybody does. And also, one ounce of vermouth, vermouth infused with used coffee grounds. Oh, I see okay, what we're that's doing from there. The earth. Okay, that's earth. Okay. We're that's so like vegan hippie It also today. sounds like maybe from the trash. Oh, okay. Like the yeah. dirty diapers and coffee grounds. A dumpster teeny. <laughs> yeah. this is what I'm they're... sure the company that sent us very graciously all of these ingredients. I'm excited. Is, this company. Is going to be happy. very, yeah. very happy. I didn't know For that. For the record, with, I was commenting our... on John's bitchy comment. Yes. I was very you happy with yeah. the repurposed grounds. There There's also liqueurs, baking spices. This one is very complicated, so we're going to have a recipe up. Oh, good. Thanks to Gina Pace. Yeah. Thanks, Gina Pace. Write an article and a video yeah. of this being made. Okay. So, and it actually does, it's labor intensive. All right. Well, then Coffee you better grounds, get on it. Good, thank God. With he won't vermouth. be hopping back in. And you gotta let it sit there for like an hour and a half and refrigerate. 
All right. Well, next I week's hope episode. That's a, yeah, next week's episode, we'll <laughs> fucking try this goddamn piece of shit Earth thing, and then we'll have a good time. Oh, oh. there's coffee available. She's sniffing ooh, that it. That smells. Oh, that smell. smells Earth. I love coffee. So. Oh, that does smell good. You know what, John? You should really apologize to whoever company sent no, that to us. No, I didn't know a company was sending it, or I wouldn't have said oh, that. Oh, you thought Matt did it? So excited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm so excited to drink this week's drink. It's crazy. Maybe after you drink this drink, you'll change your last name to Rettlesberger. Maybe. Let's John see what happens. Maybe it'll inspire me. So whether it was her gumption or her good looks, Larry hired her on the spot as an office manager. She she got balls. Girls got balls. Okay. Larry McNabney was a well-known well-known lawyer in Las Vegas. Excuse me. He took well-known. on well-known. <laughs> he took on many high-profile cases and had very memorable TV commercials for his law practice, which the fact that he did. Now I didn't look it up, but maybe there are some videos with it. But I don't want to say it for like any lawyers on the line. But there are some great lawyer commercials on air oh, right yeah. now with like the same Especially numbered phone number. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Oh yeah. I. It's so catchy. Do you have mesotheliomia? Yeah, exactly. Did you trip once down the <laughs> stairs? You're entitled to ten million dollars. Anyway. Anyway. This show's so, a little bit derailed. It's fun, though. It is. Yeah. Uh, so so he had mem- memorable TV ads, and one he rode a horse and wore a cowboy hat, leading some to call him the Marlboro Man. Okay. We got to look this up, Megan. Yeah, we do need to find this. But Larry also had his demons. Family and friends said Larry had trouble. Oh, my God. He's violently shaking that fucking thing. And he's wearing a, a cowboy rhythm. hat. In a rhythm, no less. Oh. Our Matt Burrow man. Yeah. So family and friends said- Here's his last name again. We might need to- No, I said Matt Burrow. Oh, I thought you said- Like the Marlboro. Okay. All right. So, John- No, I hear you. You're kind of out. Don't talk (laughs) to the rest of this fucking cast. I didn't have a drink yet. Family and friends said Larry had trouble controlling his drinking and maintaining relationships. So these demons are really coming out. A Nevada district judge told the San Francisco Chronicle, he has risen several times from falls with alcohol. He always comes back stronger, which is- Terrifying, no? I I just feel like you're never your best self when you're drinking. Speaking of which, Matt, I'm part. Unless you're on this podcast. Unless you're on this podcast. In which case, we are at our peak selves. Well, I'm not talking about like one to three drinks. I'm talking about like seven (laughs) to ten drinks. Yeah, no, that's never a good combination. That's never a good sign. You're not going to be your best self if you're like vomiting in the toilet. And like dehydrated, yeah. Yeah. So Larry had actually been married four times, according to the St. Petersburg Times. Two of his exes had filed restraining orders against him. Not usually a good sign. Ooh, thanks, Drinks are delivered? they're like a um, what color would you say? Like a coffee auburn, muddled, a muddled onion I am color. I'm so tired of the words muddled onion. Well, that's your drag name, <laughs> as we've said. That's gonna be your alias. Your muddled first onion. alias? No, it's not. We're not making this a thing. I I demand that muddled onions go away forever. Well, it's not happening because Megan's bringing <laughs> it up, so we're not doing it. Are we cheers bitching? We're a hundred percent cheers bitching. Cheers bitches. Cheers bitches. Okay. Okay. I have Matt's cup. Hopefully there's, hopefully he's drinking the poison in my cup. Okay. As someone who hates tequila, I don't taste it that much. I will say. Ooh. Which I think is the muddled grounds and it's bitter, which is nice. The coffee makes it really. But it's dampening the tequila, which is the better part, right? And the aftertaste is very coffee and I love a good coffee. And it's cold. It's refreshing. This is not on the rocks. This is just. Does mine have vermouth? It does. I told you this was a disaster. You had it it before after you claimed you almost died. (laughs) I did almost die. And you had no The thing is, is Matt, no matter what, you should just lie to him. Because, like, regardless, he's going to drink it. It's fine. No, I I actually tasted fine. I I love it. I I love it. No, I love it. I love it. My my throat's closing, but it's really fun. (laughs) 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So back to the fucking story instead of you dying on air. We need to focus. When 29-year-old Elisa started at his law firm, Larry was out of his fourth marriage, had three adult children, and was at the height of his success. The 46-year-old became smitten with Elisa, and they soon began dating. So there's only like a 17-year age difference, but she's basically 30. It's not really that that crazy. They're not kids. Larry's daughter, Tavia Williams, told Snapped her father raved about his new hire, saying, Tavia, you will be so impressed with her. She's brilliant. She's so bright and handles things. It's a load off my back. Remember, she has 140 IQ, so she's very, yeah, like, she's top smart. of the, yeah. Graduated at the top of her class. Right. Good. Take a drink. Good point. Good point. Larry, and Ju- Larry introduced <laughs> her to fine wines, and she introduced him to quarter horse shows, eventually convincing him to buy a stable of horses, which he began riding in competitions. I was never in. I've never. I think I've ever been on a horse. You know what? Uh, I was I never if, into like equestrians. I've never ridden a horse, but I don't want to mention it just in case it's sensitive. But someone who has been on our show once yeah. invited us to go horseback riding. Yes, and we haven't done that yet, so we should I do that. Love Love to go horseback we should just riding. do a whole show horseback riding. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. Does Matt have to come? No. No. I, I rode a horse oh, that God. ran at full speed <laughs> on a beach in Hawaii, and it was I'm incredible. Wait, Matt. What, what, like, did you know how Wait, to ride? Like, a horse with Matt and a reindeer head. How old were you? High school. Oh, that's even Did better. you have the reindeer head? Just say yes. No. That's what the horse was like no, freaking out. Like, it's oh like, my there's, god, there's a deer on me. Yeah, What's going on? I also rode one to a waterfall in, in Mexico. Are you Fabio? Are you like, gay? why are you doing- What the hell is happening? <laughs> like, what? Like, what's going on? Are you on a cover of a romance novel? That's what I'm saying. Ew. You know? Well, let's see what happens. At least he participated. By the way, I've worked with Matt for like five years, and like there are so many just new right, like, details. Like, thank God he does this podcast. Yeah, I know. You would never know anything. It's true. So Larry's friends- Are we going to get through this episode? We don't I'm know. fucking trying. You're trying so hard. Larry's friends and family, however, weren't as taken with Elisa, so they can kind of tell something's up. Tavia told Snapped, my relationship greatly changed with my dad. She put a wedge between us. I wasn't allowed to call him, wasn't allowed mm. to see him. Friends also said that Elisa offered sketchy details of her past. Larry's friend said, you would ask her where she went to high school and pretty soon you'd be talking about skiing. Something wasn't right. Much like this podcast today. Uh, absolutely. It's the epitome of the show 
today. And something definitely wasn't right when an audit of Larry's books revealed Elisa had allegedly embezzled $74,000 from his clients. Now, this is much more improved from the $4 and like 78 cent L'Oreal hair care. No, definitely. So she's, she's just becoming she's, a better embezzler. Exactly. According to the Associated Press, Larry was reprimanded by the Nevada Bar Association and Elisa was banned from working for Larry in Nevada. According to Snap, Larry then had to pay back the money he owed to his clients, but he didn't seem to mind. The couple married shortly after and moved to Sacramento, California to be in the most boring place in the world and opened up a new firm. And become friends with Matt and or it is Matt. And or it is Matt. By the way, every single show goes back to something where he's lived. Have you been to Sacramento, California? No. (laughs) No. 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 That's it? Do you need to? I mean, like... Do you need to go to New Jersey? (laughs) Yes. Really? What's happening uh-huh. here? I'm just, you know, I'm talking shit. Well, by the way, you got through that first segment. Congratulations. We're 25 minutes into the show. <laughs> oh, thank you. So we have four <laughs> listeners left. Right. Okay. People have tuned out. Let's get to life in yes. Cali. Let's get to life in Cali. So in Northern California, the couple continued to indulge themselves in wine, horse shows, and shopping, which, by the way, sounds fun. I'd be I love that. that life. Oh, La- no, it's boring. It's very boring. Larry's new practice was just as successful as his last, and as the business grew, office manager Elisa hired college student Sarah Dutra as a legal secretary. According to Snap, the two women bonded immediately and she began accompanying the McNabbies, McNabbies to horse shows and going on shopping sprees with Elisa. A co-worker told Snap, quote, they spent a lot of money on Gucci clothing. I would say that they spent a minimum of 200 to $500 per pair of shoes. They dress a lot alike most of the time, and so they would buy two of everything. So they're a lesbian couple. What is the most Sounds you've fun. ever spent on shoes? I was just going to ask you that. Probably, like, I'm not a big spend tons of money on clothing. Yeah. As long as I'm comfortable, yeah. I really kind of don't care. But my tennis shoes for tennis, not yeah. just, like, sh- sneakers, my right. shoes for tennis. Thank you for clarifying, well, because, no, people, people down south, that. like, yeah. in Florida, they'll say tennis shoes, exactly. and I'm like, I don't play that's fucking not, tennis. No, that's not what they are. Sneakers. Those are always a little more expensive, just because I like to have the most comfortable Are we ones. talking, like, two, three hundred dollar range, no, or are we talking, like, like six hundred dollar range? No, I'm talking, like, one fifty. That's, like, okay. the most I've ever spent. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on, yeah, because we don't want to know on. how much I've spent. Yeah, I'm sure you've spent quite a lot. Yes. Well, mama gotta look good. Absolutely. On September 10th, 2001, the McNabb Abby's and Sarah were at a quarter horse show in Los Angeles. According to ABC News, witnesses said Larry was making uncharacteristic mistakes during the competition and later went to bed early because he felt sick. Hmm. The next day, Elisa and Sarah pushed Larry out of his truck in a wheelchair. That's sudden. Yeah, very random. A Sacramento private investigator told Snap that was the last time Larry was seen alive. Oh, God. So something had to have gone down here in like basically a day. Back in Sacramento, uh, uh, no one knew what was going on with Larry, and Elisa claimed he was too sick to see anyone, according to Snapped. And though Larry was nowhere to be found, Elisa kept the law office open and took over the caseload, even though she couldn't technically practice law. That's pretty bold. Very Aaron Brockovich of her. Yeah, like how can you even do that? She even hired two new employees, Ginger Miller and Elisa's 17-year-old daughter, Haley Jordan. None of Elisa's friends even knew Haley existed until she started working in Larry's practice. A month later, or I'm sorry, a month after. That's a red flag. Can we just stop by that fucking detail for a second? That's true. Let's not brush over that. I mean, how do people not know that? 
Well, I mean, she was giving sketchy details of her past, you know, high school, talking about skiing. She's trying to evade something. Right. No, that's that's a great point. Take a drink. Um, a month after Larry's accident, Elisa told friends Larry had moved away and filed for divorce. Um, according to ABC News, she gave varying accounts of where he went, saying he was on vacation in Puerto Rico or in rehab in Florida or had joined a cult. Three very <laughs> possible things. It's like, did he go down the street? Did he go down, right. you know, to another room? He, or did he join a cult? He's mad in the bathroom or did he join a cult? Cult. No one knows. Larry's daughter immediately said something was wrong. Tavia told Snapped, what was strange to us was the length of time that she was saying dad was gone, that he was in places he wouldn't have been. She she said dad didn't come home, end quote. According to Snapped, Larry's children eventually hired a private investigator to help track down their father, but they didn't come up with any leads, which has to be so annoying to spend money on a private investigator. Don't know where your dad is, and yeah. they couldn't f- they couldn't find him anyway. Ginger told Snapped she even filed a missing persons report. Though investigators came by the office for more than a month, Elisa managed to avoid them. Elisa started selling off Larry's assets and spending the law firm's income, which that can't be good. No, that's not a great sign no. of someone who's like in mourning no. and like missing their hubby. Ah, springtime, that special time of year when all your engaged friends start sending out invitations to their summertime weddings. There's nothing I want to do less than spend an entire day trapped in a shopping mall hunting for the perfect gift, especially when the weather is getting so gorgeous. Shopping for wedding gifts is fun, but sometimes it feels like a big hassle. Why does it have to be so complicated? It's because these days couples are registered on way too many different sites, but the days of digging through a dozen different registries and wasting your sunny Saturday Saturdays indoors are nearly over now thanks to Zola. Zola is reinventing the wedding registry and planning process to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. It's free, easy to use, and it's fun. Zola Registry has everything you love about your favorite department store, plus much, much more. With over 500 top brands and 50,000 gifts, experiences, and cash funds, it makes picking out the perfect gift a breeze. Zola's friendly customer service team will go above and beyond helping guests pick out the perfect blender, walking your grandma through your registry, and even price matching gifts. Zola also has a free suite of wedding planning tools, including free wedding websites, so guests can seamlessly shop and get the details for your big day all in one place. Being a wedding guest has never been easier. Yeah, John. Now all you have to worry about is remembering to sign my name at the bottom of your card. To sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, go to Zola.com slash martinis. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash martinis. Join over 500,000 happy couples who have fallen for the perfect wedding registry at Zola.com slash martinis. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash martinis. After four months, Elisa shut down the firm and skipped town in January. Again, not a good good sign. sign. Before leaving, however, she bought herself, are you ready for this? I'm ready. A brand new Jaguar and Sarah a matching red BMW as a going away present. I mean, why can't... Andy's never fucking done this for me. Right. Andy Cohen, your boss. I know. Matt's never done that for me. That's for damn sure. I mean, a Jaguar was one of those cars I always wanted as a kid. A Jaguar and like a Thunderbird. Right. So like, I wouldn't mind getting a red Jaguar. My aunt had a purple Thunderbird. Ooh. It was so awesome. That's amazing. With a T-top, you know, like where you can like open the kind of like top windows. I love it. Well, so obviously Larry's missing, so we need He's to figure missing. out where he is. Where the fuck is Larry? Yeah. On February 5th, 2002, where were you? Um, in school. In like what? Like in high school? I was school, in Maryland in, in school. Yeah, Maryland high school. Okay, I was... I was a fr- sophomore? Ending eighth grade. Oh. 
Matt was uh, celebrating his 90th birthday yeah. at that point. Yeah, definitely. All right. His first day in the old people home. I was in Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay, He's Matt. the strangler. What's the strangler from Philly? I'm forgetting it now. Kensington. Kensington strangler. The Philly strangler. <laughs> On February 5th, 2002, Larry's body was found in a shallow grave in a California vineyard in San Joaquin County. Mm. Workers saw part of a body sticking out of the ground and called police. Again, if it's in a shallow grave. I want to mention... We've talked about people discovering bodies a lot. Yeah. My worst fear is that I I do I discover a body. I used to live in Brooklyn and Prospect Park was like a great place where people would dump Did bodies. Did you hear about that gay rights lawyer that just lit yes. himself on fire in Prospect Park? I uh, thought of you. If you guys are listening, look it up. Yeah, there's a gay rights lawyer God. who who he was won like a 60. big he won like a big case in I think Illinois, and he set himself on fire. Yeah. in the name of like being good to the earth. To the earth. Well, yeah. happy Earth, earth Day. Day. There's that. Ugh, it all comes back. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Well, it was the body of Larry McNabney that they found. Detectives started asking around about the McNabneys, and Larry's horse trainer told them about a disturbing conversation she had had with Elisa. While grooming horses in a barn, Elisa asked the trainer, do you think a sepromazine could kill someone? Just the name sounds like it Just the name sounds like it could, but also like... (laughs) Asking this really odd—it's right, right. not like, hey, if you take a bottle of Advil, like no, like a sepromazine is hard to pronounce. So yeah, no, totally. this seems something specific. The trainer responded, "Heck yeah, I can tranquilize a 1,500-pound horse. Imagine what it could do to a human." Oh my so god, it's a, a horse tranquilizer. I already know where this is going. The forensic pathologist concluded Larry had been killed by a fatal dose of horse, horse tranquilizer. tranquilizer. Despite the grave being quite fresh, Larry had been missing for months, and his body had been well preserved, according to the St. Petersburg Times. The path. Pathologist told detectives she believed Larry had been stored in a refrigerator. Ugh. When investigators looked into Elisa's past, they couldn't find any record of her existence. Remember, she had like 38 a aliases. Names, yeah. So after acquiring search warrants, they combed through Larry's law office, but again, they couldn't find any clues to Elisa's whereabouts. Detectives then moved on to Larry's horse trailers, which they found packed with Elisa's stuff. According to Snapped, investigators came across the name Laren Renee Sims Jordan on a legal document stuffed in an old legal file. Though the FBI database detectives found out Elisa was really Laren and had a 113-page rap sheet with more than 30 aliases. Wow. That's a big rap sheet. Yeah. That's longer than a lot of books you read. (laughs) That's true. An attorney told (laughs) Snap that Elisa had romanced Larry to the point where he didn't ask any questions. To him, she was just Elisa McNabney. He knew nothing about her past. Mm. Police issued a federal warrant for Elisa's arrest with $10,000 reward and charged her with first-degree murder with special circumstances, poisoning with a motive for financial gain, according to ABC News. Now... I don't, listen, I would question, if I was starting to date someone, I would definitely ask them about their past if things didn't match up. But a name, I'm not sure I would ever be like, oh, their, their name's not Elisa McNabney. Like, I wouldn't question well, it. especially in a world with Facebook and all the different I social guess I media. I could Google it. Maybe you yeah, should Google it. You should, definitely. I mean, you know, I know people that, I knew as a certain name and then found out on f- through Facebook. I'm like, oh, that's not your real name. You Wait, didn't tell really? me that. Yeah, it's, int- it's like crazy. Like people you dated or just like friends that just like you never knew they had a different name? Friends. Oh. Maybe people I've dated. I don't know. It's definitely people you dated, sweetie, Let's because stick you're to Earth giving Week. me. Oh, okay. We're All sticking right. to Earth. <laughs> hashtag peep and prowl. And peep and prowl. Hashtag talk about peep and prowl. All I'm saying is hashtag peep and prowl on y'all's Facebook out there. Do it because, because you'll find out some things. Yeah. 
I say this as I like prepare because I want to like delete my Facebooks eventually. You yeah. know, like I want to be like off the grid. So I think within ten years now. we're all gonna be off the fucking grid because we all I realize hope. it's a pain in our fucking asses. <laughs> Slash, we're being hacked. Anyway, Correct. So three weeks after the warrant was issued for her arrest, Elisa was living in Destin, Florida, with her daughter Haley. Tipped off by Haley's friends for the reward money, uh, Florida police found Elisa was staying at a condo complex. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, on March 14th, Elisa went on a date with a man from Destin and spent the night at his house. When he woke up, he discovered she had stolen $600 and his pickup truck. Like, okay, Men. surprise. Yeah. yeah. Elisa, however, left a note saying uh, she would be back in a few days and left the keys to her Jaguar. Huh. Hmm. He huh. took the Jaguar. So there's collateral there. Sounds like it, yeah. So, okay, 600 bucks is gone. But she left the Jag. Jag. It's it's fine. Um, He took the Jaguar to work where police later tracked the car. So apparently that was fine. He's like, all right, I'll take the Jaguar and go to work. 600 bucks is gone. But I got a sweet Jag. Right. Officers kept watch on the man's house and spotted Elisa at a swimming pool of a neighboring condo complex. According to the Seattle Post Intelligencer, authorities said Elisa had disguised her voice much like Matt and had dropped from a size 10 to a size 3. Damn. Which I don't actually know female sizes, but that sounds very dramatic, right? It is. Also, I don't really know of any female size three, because it's normally like zero, two, four, six, eight. Oh, interesting. Okay. But uh, three is like teenager size. Yeah, I think three is like younger teeny tweeny so she really went, I mean, that's a dramatic drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She had been living in Florida under the name Shane Ivaroni, uh, working as a paralegal and dating a local furniture store owner. According to the St. Petersburg Times, the furniture store owner had kicked her out of his own apartment after he found out she had charged $1,000 on his credit card. That's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If I'm spending 1000 on shoes, I'm just saying it's no, not that's that true. much. That's like three pairs of shoes. Yeah. When police approached her, she calmly said, I'm the one you're looking for. Okay. Oh, well, that's Let's just good. give it up. We don't usually hear about that on the show. No. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Once in custody, Elisa penned a three-page confession admitting to the murder of Larry with the help of Sarah Dutra. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, Elisa claimed she and Sarah gave Larry the horse tranquilizer in his drink at the Los Angeles Horse Show. Well, remember when you asked if there was vermouth in your drink? And I'm drinking from Matt's cup. There's just something to be said for that. Let me take a little sip. I'm drinking from yours, so. It honestly tastes like it could have that in there, but the coffee is... Is, is masking it. No one will sexually or harass you or kill you at this office. Oh, good. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. 
After pushing him uh, to the truck in a wheelchair, their plan was to uh, let him die and bury him on their way home Sweet. to Sacramento. What yeah, that's plan. one way of putting it. That's nice. It. That's like a Hallmark card. <laughs> right. Elisa also said that Sarah filled a Visine eye drop bottle with the tranquilizer and put drops under his tongue as they made their way north. So they were really trying to like finish him off here. Yeah, instead of being a paralegal, maybe she should be an anesthesiologist. Yeah. Something to think about. Uh, something to think about in wherever Hashtag she is now. Goals. We'll get to where she is now soon. According to the Chronicle, they drove him around the Central Valley in Yosemite National Park looking for a place to dump his body. While in the backseat of the car, Larry was allegedly mumbling, quote, incoherent childhood memories and warned the women, quote, you'll never get away with this. Okay, so I'm a little surprised because I feel like horse tranquilizer would just knock Knock you the fuck out. out. Now, granted... I'm sure they didn't measure it out, so they weren't sure. So hence the reason they were giving them these Mm visine droplets of horse tranquilizer. But the fact that this guy is even mumbling, uh, granted incoherent, but mumbling anything and knowing that these women are taking advantage of him says a lot to me. Well, they arrived at their dump site in Yosemite National Park. As I mentioned, parks are places where people do these things. Yeah. Where Sarah started digging a hole for Larry's body. They realized, however, that Larry was still breathing and couldn't bring themselves to bury him alive. Hashtag morals. Okay, if that's how you want to put it. Standards. Standards. They have a line. (laughs) The two of uh, them took... Larry back to his home in Woodbridge right outside of Lodi, California. Elisa said in her statement, quote, he wanted to sleep. His face was droopy. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, no wonder. I'm sure he wanted to do other things like maybe stay alive. Yeah, Did you he ever wanted think about to that? do that. But like at that point. Right. A district attorney told Snaft, quote, they let him die up there on the second floor of his home overlooking the golf course. According to ABC News, Sarah and Elisa then put his body in a refrigerator inside the home. When rigor mortis set in, Larry's body became stiff, which which forced the refrigerator door open. Crazy. Which is like so disturbing. So Elisa and Sarah wrapped the fridge in duct tape to keep it shut. His body stayed there for months. In December 2001, Elisa had spent nearly $500,000 from Larry's business and savings. With money running low, Sarah and Lisa put Larry's body in the trunk and drove to a rodeo in Las Vegas, according to the St. Petersburg Times. On the way home, they pulled off into the desert and tried to bury his body, but the earth was too hard and they returned to Woodbridge. So they've been trying to get rid of his body in whatever way they can, and they just keep kind of running into problems like with fail this. after fail yeah, after fail, fail. After fail. Um, Elisa then drove off alone and chose to bury him in a nearby vineyard a nod to his love of wine oh well it's like you're like I'm just trying to put myself in her her she has like frame standards for killing and it's so weird to me it's like oh I did just murder this man for all but the he money gets to overlook a golf course and, in a vineyard in a vineyard it's like you have to be a true crazy person for that uh, yeah, it's, it's also weird because it's you you get the feeling that she she really likes him right exactly you know? she like, like she like genuinely she, she enjoys him. him yeah she and she feels bad she that she had to right. do that you know she's but that's it. Like, that's the do. extent of just being like, oh, sucks, but I'm right. going to make it yeah, as comfortable this, this, for him as possible. Yeah, exactly. This had, had to happen. Right. But, you know, yeah, here's a nice so view weird. while you die. And-, and I feel like it's something that we've heard, not necessarily like the consideration, but that, you know, it's too bad you had to die. Like, it's as if it's like part of the narrative of life that murdering somebody is. Totally. It's like I mean? a romantic it's so act. It's right. so weird. According to the Times, Elisa placed his clothes in plastic bags and threw them out. Uh, in a different dumpster. She then drove home and cleaned out the car. A month later, she skipped town with her daughter, Haley, in the Red Jaguar. In her confession, and Matt's wondering where if we need refills here, um, 
Always. A month later, she skipped down, like I said, with her daughter, skipped town with her daughter, Haley, in the Red Jaguar. In her confession, according to the Los Angeles Times, Elisa said she was alone when she buried Larry, but that Sarah had helped her plot the murder. Elisa gave no motive, which is, I think, another interesting detail, but she kind of took we all the really money. We don't really have any motive outside yeah. of money. She, like, Well, she did say that Sarah was in, was in it for the money, you, according to the Times. So... You know, there's no real way to kind of conclude what her motive was. And but what's going on with them? Like, we're not, we're, we don't mention any, like, lovers quarrel or anything like that. Well, Darren, this is why we keep you on the show as a lesbian monitor. The resident lesbian. To make sure we're monitoring any and all lesbian, the lesbian. acts. Yes. Exactly. I mean, I don't really know if there was anything going on with them. I'm just saying they're dressing the same. There's like, yeah, you know how me and my girlfriend well, look, look alike. As, like I just said, we need you here to like scope out potential lesbianism. But I have to be a professional and right. say that there is nothing that would indicate that, that. would indicate it yeah, outside of me just joking around. About By the way, you think everyone's a little bit gay, so yeah. it's fine. Everybody's a little, little bit gay. gay. It's a new song we just came up with. It's great. It's not a real song, lawyers. Don't worry. It's called Everybody's a Little Bit Gay. <laughs> After Elisa's confession, she was taken to a Florida jail where she was well known as Laren Sim. She visited with her family, including Haley and her 16-year-old son, Cole, whom she hadn't seen in nine years. So since the little tyke was seven. Yeah, which we didn't know about. By then the on way. March 31st, 2002, Elisa ripped strips of cloth from a pillowcase, braiding them into a rope. This doesn't sound good. She fastened the rope to a metal grate in the ceiling and tied the other end to her neck and mm. hanged herself. Always the con artist, even in death, she left a suicide note instructing her lawyer to sue the jail for not preventing her suicide. Oh my God. That is a fucking I've never heard business of yeah. woman. <laughs> she asked for any money one to be given to her two children. And you know, like when I read this, along with the lines of like, oh, they couldn't bury him alive or yeah. they wanted him to see this or they wanted him to see that, like there is something kind of sweet about her wanting to have the money to her children. Like even in her death, granted, I understand we're talking about a different level here, but the yeah. fact that she wanted money for her children, I think, shows at least some sort of humanity. Sure. Okay. I, w- I would she agree. always finds ways to get money without actually right. making money. For someone who's <laughs> right. so smart, why don't you just make some herself? Just I have like, to say, that's a good point. Be smart and make money. Take a drink. Elisa reportedly wrote, Quote, my actions now will allow them to move into the future without this heavy burden. They won't have to watch my trial on court TV. Or I, oxygen. Yeah, that's right. I have tried to dig deep inside myself and it isn't working. There is nothing left. I spent so many years trying to be strong and now I just feel empty. That's really unquote. sad, actually. I mean, I don't want to empathize with someone who killed someone, but... There is a sense of human condition at the same time. Well, in early 2003, Sarah went on trial for her involvement in the murder of Larry McNabney. Charged with capital murder, according to the Lodi News Sentinel, Sarah said she was manipulated by the woman she knew as Elisa McNabney into becoming an accessory to the crime. But the jury ultimately found Sarah Dutry guilty of voluntary manslaughter and accessory to murder. Tavia, Larry's daughter, said after the verdict, it's a lose-lose situation for everyone. Even after that verdict, we don't get our dad back. Right. So Sarah was sentenced to 11 years in prison, which still makes it so she could have a life. Yeah. On August 26, 2011, so not too, too long ago, Sarah no. was released at the age of 31 after serving almost all of her sentence. She was released on a three-year parole. At the time of Sarah's release, Tavia told the Lodi News Sentinel, we as his children are working on forgiveness for our health and well-being. Elisa's son Cole was last reported as living with his biological father and Haley as living with Elisa's parents. And I think these last couple of lines Poor that you were kids. just... I know, and I was like, 
these last couple of lines just really kind of set the whole thing into motion in, in the yeah. sense of like this family is just so torn apart and broken. And we don't really know why. Yeah, there's really no There was no life reason. insurance policy. I mean, granted, yes, she was a manipulator. She wanted money. She was yeah. doing this. But there's no real reason why she couldn't have stayed married to him yeah. and still have gotten what she wanted. So we don't know enough about this case to really put a pin in it or right. have like a moral of the story. It's just really sad all around, especially when children are involved. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's get into our listener shout outs here after the murder case. We'll talk, talking from Rebecca on Twitter who says, listening to hashtag martinis and murder while I clean the house in preparation for friends and family coming into town for my wedding next Sunday. Solid. Mood. I may be crazy right now, but at least Matt didn't kill me or maybe he didn't. I just don't know it yet. This so it'll be a dream. Rebecca, congratulations on not only surviving uh, Matt's murder, but for your uh, amazing wedding. wedding. Yeah, so congrats. You, guys, congrats. you didn't need to do that shout out. Why is that? Because you're no longer with us. Oh, okay. Oh. Sorry, for, Rebecca, rest in peace, wherever you may be. We just want you overlooking a golf course. Something nice. <laughs> Something sweet. Something nice. Yeah. Georgia on Twitter says, you know you've been listening to too much hashtag martinis and murder when you hear a crazy sounding murder story on the NYC radio and hope they will cover it on the show. <laughs> hashtag dedicated. I'm sure we will eventually get to that murder. We've done a show every week for like almost two years yeah, now. Yeah, we so. really, we, <laughs> there's a lot of murders coming in, peeps. And we usually only do two listener shout outs, but I really like this one from Lara on Twitter who says, quote, you know you're a dedicator when you, while sitting at a bar, the bartender yells to the kitchen, Dan, and you say, your wife is here. Dan, your, your wife, wife is, is here. here. Dan, that your was, wife is here. That was one of my favorite, I, I think, episodes that we ever did, but like, the concept of Dan, your wife is here, is still so funny well, to me. Well, it's so funny to me that our fans really took to that it's because so every good. how many times have we, do we see Dan, your wife is but here? But always, anytime it has anything to do with the Dan, and I love that people hashtag it. It's she, my favorite thing. She also included hashtag cheers bitches, hashtag martinis and murder, hashtag yes I got a look, hashtag just smiled. So lots of hashtags. Yes, girl, we need a little Taco Bell hashtag in there, and then there we'll be good. <laughs> so if you're ever in a bar and you hear someone yell Dan, make sure you yell your wife is here correct otherwise you can no longer listen to the show yes all right well what unless they're gay let's move on from that okay we're moving on the lawyers are yelling at us as we speak technicality um what an episode. I feel like we were a little bit everywhere with this episode. I just want to apologize. You gave me a look that looked like, oh my God. The best part is, is like, I'm a little tips for the tequila you? and I have to go do a career panel right well, now I was in front of say, 200 people. We started the show a tiny bit earlier than usual this week yeah. and it may come back to bite us. Are you going to talk about peeping and prowling? I'm definitely going to talk about peeping and festival. prowling. How do you think I got advancements in my career? I peeped and I prowled. And you prowled, obviously. I'm a pro. By the way, we should mention we will be at CrimeCon, I uh, almost said November. Oh my God, we leave in two weeks. I know, May 4th through the 6th. We'll be there in Nashville, Tennessee. We have posters, we have headshots. We have stickers, we have us. We have things to give away. We may or may not have Matt. But more importantly, it's Cinco de Mayo. And don't you want to have a fucking drink with us? Oh my God, and it's the Kentucky Derby that weekend, which is relating back to the show. I know, we're wearing fancy hats, remember? Yeah, we're trying to plan out. If you guys have links to hats you would like us to wear on stage in front of a lot of people, let us know. Or have Matt wear it on the reindeer head. Of course. Of that's course. an obvious. Because we're not wearing it. Like, Duh. we're not going to embarrass ourselves. Right, of course we're not. We're embarrassing that. Right, there Are you we going to drink tequila because of Cinco de Mayo or bourbon because of <laughs> the Kentucky Derby? I cannot drink anymore. I'm not drinking tequila. I vote bourbon. on the same day. Ooh. That's I'm not turning up on this weekend like that. I will pass out. You're not getting turnt? I'm not getting turnt. Okay, well. At the 
You'll have to get turned. I'm not getting turned at CrimeCon. If you're going to CrimeCon, let us know. We want to know which fans are going to be there. We're so excited to run into to you guys and meet some of the new fans that we didn't get to meet last year. Amen. You'll be meeting all new people. This is the first time for me, all so right. come see us. And Darren apologizes to Sacramento, California. <laughs> of course. Shout out to our Sacramento fans. Do you, are you going to apologize to fucking New Jersey? Yeah. No. no. Okay. No. Well, right. let me tell note. you something. I guarantee you New Jersey could kick Sacramento's ass. Ooh. So it's a war. Well, because New Jersey is a state and Sacramento's one city. Thank you for recognizing okay. the All superiority right, of my state. Bye. Calm down. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye.